You know what God doesn't do when things are hard? He doesn't hide. I'm telling you, when things are hard, it seems like God is at his, at his nearest. Welcome to the One Cry Podcast, a nationwide call for spiritual awakening. The goal, accelerating the movement of God through sharing revival truth, stories, and reports. And now, your hosts, Bill Eliff and Kyle Reno. Well, welcome to the One Cry Podcast. I'm Bill Eliff. This is my friend and trusty sidekick, <laughs> Kyle Reno, hey, and we're joining you again. And for One Cry, we're so glad that you're here. You, if you've listened to the us, uh, maybe this is your first time or maybe you're a longtime listener, but this whole uh, podcast uh, is devoted to helping you walk with God in personal revival and then helping you join others around the world who are praying for uh, nationwide mm-hmm. uh, corporate revival. We, we believe that uh, revival is a great need of the hour and spiritual awakening. And so every week we're trying to help stimulate you That's towards right. that and, and educate our hearts and minds uh, towards that. And, and we're beginning a new series today yeah. for the next three or four weeks that's just going to be incredible. And uh, we're going to be kind of looking out for something big. Yeah, right. Yeah, right? Look, yeah looking beyond, uh, out in front, as far as you can stretch your hand, but believing that there's more out there ahead. You know, one time, Kyle, this is, I don't know what made me think about this, but I, <laughs> I was, can't wait to hear it. I was, uh, I grew up, my first 10 years, my dad was a pastor in Kansas City, Missouri, and it snowed. You know, the summer, winter, we'd have big snows. And right. so I, uh, it was in the third grade, and I fell in love with Miss Sickman. She, oh, I knew, well, she loved me. <laughs> I, I, no, I hate to say this on the broadcast, but. She had a little a little crush on me, and uh, I knew that. And so, so it started snowing real bad, and they and they canceled uh, classes. And back then, you had real, uh, you know, chalkboards and right. erasers sure. would get, and sure. you go out and you'd bang the eraser, uh-huh. go clean the eraser. Yeah. So I, I knew she wanted me to do it. So I said, "Hey, Miss Sigmund, can I? You can I, you want me to stay and and clean the eraser?" Yeah, well, you're so noble. So I was, <laughs> and so I, I, we had a little thing going on. So I, sure. we, I went and I, you know, cleaned the erasers, came back in, got that little smile yeah. from her, yeah. and I started walking home. Well, my dad on the other side, who is prone to worry a little bit, yeah, I think, I think we literally had about a two foot snow. Oh wow. And uh, and that thing was building, and I walked to school. Yeah, and he started worrying that I was fell into a snowbank or got uh, hit by a car or something. And and uh, I will never forget. Yeah. I I was walking home, and I'm sure I was just kind of oblivious. Yeah. And, and I looked out, and it was snowing hard, and I saw something down there. Yeah. And and I was kind of getting a little scared now because yeah. it was cold and everything. And then it got closer and closer, and I, and I realized, I think that's my dad. And something leaped inside yeah, of me because awesome. I, I was scared a little sure. bit. And I remember, I don't know why, you know, you wore galoshes, we called them, these, yeah. these snow boots. And his galoshes were not even strapped. He just threw he them on. Yeah, and did. his coat was flying. And he was, my, my dad was not athletic. Yeah. And he was running. That's awesome. And my dad came running, and he got clear and clear, and I realized yeah. my dad. And then I started running. Yeah, right. 
and we met in the middle. Hey, man. What a story. <laughs> but, yeah, it was the best, well, man. But it was a it was a sweet yeah. something in a distance that became a reality. Yeah. Well, that couldn't be a better story to set up this series mm. and this thought. Hey, we'd like to take a moment and really encourage you to go to the website at onecry.com. And when you go to the website, take some time to navigate there and you'll find resources that can really help you in your pursuit of revival and spiritual awakening. Some of those things, Bill would never say this, but I can say about him, God has used Bill in a mighty way to write some resources that can really help you. There's the One Cry book that he wrote with Byron that's fantastic and some other books there that you can find. And also there's journeys that'll help give you prompts and practical ways to walk in greater intimacy with God. So I just want to encourage you today, take some time at onecry.com navigate and and find some ways to help foster your relationship with God through these powerful resources. Go check it out. Well, that couldn't be a better story to set up this series and Mm. this thought and even the passage we're going to land in today. You know, you've often said this, Bill, and I believe this more and more, that faith is like a, almost like a diamond. The more you turn it, the more you can see and you see aspects and perspectives of how God intended for us to live out our faith. And, and I, I got this statement stuck in my spirit uh, that to believe beyond, that, that, that faith always calls us to follow in Christ, calls us to believe beyond, and, and to believe beyond in a bunch of ways. It starts at the very beginning. I'll give you a highlight reel of believing beyond real quick before we land in one passage. What do you think about from Adam and Eve, they had to believe beyond themselves when, when the Lord commands them to be fruitful and multiply. Like, I mean, they're first. <laughs> so they got to believe beyond themselves for future worshipers of the one true God. They had to believe. Think about the garden when they fall and they're a hot mess and, you know, naked and afraid, you know, and, and our God, our Father, gives a promise in the presence of the serpent that, hey, one's coming that'll be born of a virgin, and, and he will crush his head. <laughs> like, well, they had to believe beyond their own brokenness that God was going to fulfill a promise, that God was going to send a Savior. I, I often think about Noah. Noah, that story just owns me. You know, like Noah is this one righteous man found in a pagan, broken place, and God's sending his judgment uh, and and God speaks a word to him uh, about building an ark. Well, the only problem is he'd never seen one, you know. And God starts giving him directions for a boat which he'd never known. And God tells him that there's going to be rain which he's never seen. Yet Noah believed beyond anything he had ever known in a in a God that already knew. I just want you. I mean, just think about that. Our whole faith. The heritage of our faith is this story after story that people believed beyond things they had seen before, heard before, known before, and a God that does, and a God that does. And then you pick up with Abram, who we'll know as Abraham, and in in Genesis, I love his story, he uh, gets called by God to leave everything he's ever known. If you remember, I think it's chapter 12, to leave everything he's ever known, to go to somewhere he'd never seen. I'm giving you a highlight, then we're going to land in one passage. And God's only directions for him, this is pretty amazing. I'll show you. That's, that's, listen now, come on, laugh for a second in the scripture. That's some funny directions from God in that moment. Hey, I, I want you to get up and leave your kindred to the place you've always known, and I want you to go somewhere. Where? Where? I'll show you. I'll show you. 
And he does it, which is awesome. You know, sometimes believing beyond is going to call you to just follow, though you hadn't seen yet. It's to follow by faith. So he does, and you pick up in chapter 15, and this is where we'll land today. In chapter 15, there is this awesome moment where Abram has believed, and Sarah have, and God has blessed them. He has multiplied them. He took them to a place, and he's prospered them. And yet, Abram is discouraged. I don't know if you've ever looked around and life was pretty good, but but your heart wasn't. That life's pretty good, but your heart just wasn't quite good. Well, he's there, and and the Lord comes and visits him. Says after these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. Fear not, Abram. I am your shield. Your reward shall be very great. But Abram said to him, O Lord God, what will you give me? For I continue childless. And the heir of my house is Eleazar of Damascus. And Abram said, Behold, you have given me no offspring, and a member of my household of my household will be my heir. And behold, the word of the Lord came to him. This man shall not be your heir. Your very own son shall be your heir. And he brought him outside and said, Look toward heaven and number the stars, if you're able to number them. Then he said to him, so shall your offspring be. And he believed the Lord, and he counted it to him as righteousness. What a passage. Now, don't you think, just you got to feel what Abraham felt in that moment. Hey, Lord, this is all good, but when I'm done, I'm just going to hand off all this stuff to my servants. I have no son. I have no children. I have no heritage. And you've, you've promised me a lot of things. You've fulfilled many of them, but this is missing. He's disappointed. He said, I don't, know. <laughs> I don't know if you've lived long enough on planet Earth to find yourself disappointed, but hey, we'll all be there. And not all things get resolved here on Earth, but there are many things that, that are a cause to believe beyond, to believe beyond what we've currently experienced. And this is what I love, and that story that Bill shared at the beginning is so perfect in light of this. And you know what God doesn't do when things are hard? He doesn't hide. When things are hard, it seems, I'm telling you, when things are hard, it seems like God is at his, at his nearest. And so in that moment, God walks into the tent and he sits with Abram and lets Abram ask some questions. He lets Abram be honest with him. And then, in the most fatherly way possible, he walks him outside the tent and he said, Son, I know your head's down and I know your heart's heavy. Look up. Look up. I want you to look up. And you got to see this moment. And this is a believe beyond moment. He says, son, I want you to, can you, can you number all those stars up there? Can you, can you map them out? And there ain't no way you could have. I want you to know, if you'll believe beyond those stars, so shall be your descendants. I have, I have more of a heritage for you than you can imagine or fathom. And it says, and Abram believed him. He believed the Lord, and it was counted to him as righteous, righteousness. And you say, now, Kyle, why, why, why are we sharing this in a, on a podcast that's about revival and spiritual awakening? Well, because I believe that every revival is marked by men and women that believe beyond. Every revival is marked by men and women that, that, that have the faith to believe 
that that God can do more than is than what is known right now, than what can be seen right now. That He can take disappointment. He He can take hard moments in in life and in the life of a nation and bring about a blessing. Can pour out His power and His presence. And what I love about Abram in this moment is that a few things to learn from him. He's honest about the state of his own heart. He was willing to hear what God still had to say. And he was ready to believe that God was able. (laughs) He was ready to believe that God was able. So I I want to encourage us today with just a few things. Are you uh, disappointed about where, where things are? I mean, listen, if you talk about it on a national scope, let's join the club. Anybody disappointed that revival hasn't happened yet? Or awakening hasn't come? I get that. Have you a moment in the tent with the God of the universe? Have you a moment in, in, the, in the honesty of your own heart to say, Hey, Lord, I'm hurting in here. I feel a little hopeless in here. Man, if you, if you get honest, you'll get help. If you'll get honest, you'll get help. And then in that moment, remember some promises. Remember some of the things that God has said, not just for you personally, but also for all people. Some things that are in God's heart to believe for the future. Look up. Man, I, I'm telling you, faith is, uh, the faith I see in the Scripture is not a, it's not a look down faith. It's a look up. It's a look up into the face of a Father that can see all things and can do anything at any moment and believe again. And believe again. Believe in what God can do in a moment, in a season. But believe in what God can do through your own line. Through your own line and for future generations. Bill, I know you know this and have walked with the Lord a long time. Uh, moments like this is not, is not just moments that are, are the history of our faith. But it's also the future of our faith. Oh, man. Every every single thing in the Bible and in life is about faith. Yeah, every bit of it. It's all about faith. I mean, it's all we were we we in the garden. We went independent. Yeah. So he's just trying to bring us back to dependency. Right. right. To listen to him and trust him. And Kyle, I couldn't help but think what you're talking about a story you and I know well of a 26 year old college student who who the Lord woke him up in the middle of the night, right? Night after night after night, and put up vision right. that God was going to save 100,000 of his countrymen mm-hmm. uh, in a great revival. Mm-hmm. And can't you, can't you, I've never thought about this until you were talking. I imagine the first few days that thought came to his mind, he thought, oh, I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking, <laughs> I'm just dreaming, this is right. crazy. Right. And then the Lord, if I know anything about God, kept pressing that into yeah. his soul. Sure. And say, no, this is me. Yeah. This is me. Believe me. Yeah. This is, he did it with Abram. That's yeah. not the only time that Abram had heard of He came a back to Abram. He came and in a vision, spoke to him in a specific yeah. way to believe a specific promise yeah. for, for way more than beyond his own life. Just bigger. Yeah. Bigger. And that's, that's going to be in this whole series is to see these moments, these moments in the life of specific people Mm-hmm. That that God gives them an opportunity to believe beyond their circumstance, their situation, what's going on, and God's ability, mm-hmm. and God's ability to do anything. Well, and the end of that story of that twenty-six-year-old kid, yeah, was he believed God for a hundred thousand people to be saved, right? 
And nine months later, a hundred thousand people had been saved in Wales in the great, great Welsh revival. Wow! So, yeah, you just have to wonder what if he hadn't, what if he hadn't believed? Yeah, you know, I don't know, I don't understand all the dynamics (laughs) of that. I'm not gonna figure all that out today. (laughs) For one thing, maybe God would have found somebody else, but Evan Roberts would have missed it, you know. But he was a part because he chose to believe, to trust Mm. God. Yeah. one of my mentors, Manly Beasley, every time I ever yeah. encountered him, he'd say, hey, Bill, what do you believe in God for right now? now? So maybe that could be the framework for our prayer yeah. for a minute. Right. Uh, we we always, this is one cry, one <laughs> cry podcast. Right. We always are pushing us to pray right. and believing prayer. Uh-huh. So let's go to prayer for a minute, and, and let me start us, yeah. and Kyle, you can close us. That'd be great. Uh, but, you know, I I have learned to ask God questions in prayer. Mm-hmm. So let's walk into the throne room. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jesus said, come in and just shut the door and turn and pray to your Father. So just Would you walk into the throne room of prayer? We have every right to be here because of Christ. Turn around, shut the door on everything and everybody because this is a sacred moment. And look at the Lord for just a moment and and realize how big He is. He is massive. He is beyond. Believe Him. You're going to believe anybody. Believe the one who's seated on the throne and the one at his right hand. And I wonder, as we worship him for a moment, if you would just ask him this prayer, Lord, what do you want me to believe you for right now? And just listen. Maybe something small, it may be something huge. It may be something that he's going to open up to you in the days ahead and confirm in a thousand ways that he's calling you to trust him because whatsoever is not of faith is sin, and without faith it's impossible to please God. If we come to God, we must believe that he is and that he's a rewarder of those who seek him. Lord, what do you want me? to trust you for right now. So Kyle, help us pray that in. Yeah, Lord, I I just tell you fresh in my own spirit that I know that I can and we can trust you. Mm. And so we do. We believe the Lord right now. We, We believe in your ability to bring about the next great move of God in our country, Lord. We believe that you can take one person again and let it spread to millions of people, God, that you can take a few people, God, and let it impact nations, Lord God. And so we believe in your power, Lord, that one worshiper can turn into millions of worshipers, God. So I I just ask, Lord, for fresh faith, God, fresh Mm -hmm. faith. And I pray that we believe beyond all the disappointment. God, we, we believe beyond all the delay. 
Mm-hmm. God, we, we believe beyond everything that the enemy has done in our day, God, and we believe that you can redeem all things, that you can restore things, God. So I pray for fresh faith, God, yes. for for Bill and I and for our listeners, Lord God. Mm-hmm. And I, I pray, Lord, in a cool way, Spirit of God, would you just lift our heads? Would mm-hmm. you help us to look up into the sky and smile and believe that our God is on the move mm-hmm. in our day? Our God has promises that he will fulfill. Let me pray it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, Kyle, thank you so much. And I'm I'm uh, really excited about this series. Yes. Uh, and I want to encourage everybody to join us the next uh, three weeks, yeah. uh, a four-week series right here about the foundation of everything, which is our faith and believing Him. And we want to help build your faith to believe and to pray. Right. And we've got a little resource that we want to make uh, available to you. It's called The Line of Faith, uh, a little book on faith. And you may say, well, I don't I don't read very much. Well, you're in luck. Uh, <laughs> this is a 40-day book. Yeah. And so it's 40 little short, one to two page. Uh, and the, the whole first third of the book is about Abraham and his yeah. faith. And so, uh, and then about Jesus and how he believed and others who believed. Uh, i I think it will help you grow in your faith to believe and believe big. And if you want more, uh, we can point you to a very easy site to get more. That's onecry.com. There are all kinds of resources there. There's a place where you can give and contribute to the cause of revival and spiritual awakening. Also, right on the front page of onecry.com are some pathways to to just hit a button that will take you into all kinds of resources for your personal, your church, or a national, a journey into national revival and spiritual awakening. Just a lot of very helpful tools. So uh, check it out at onecry.com. 